Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello. Hi. Hi, you guys. It's another episode of 902-1OMG. Okay, you guys. I'm here with a smile on my face. Why? Because Why? I finally am into season four and loving an episode. <gasps> it oh, yeah. happened? It happened. You guys. That's okay. It finally happened. I know. I know. But I was I was a little worried. I was getting worried. But gosh, on campus, I'm, I'm in. I'm sold. You are a college kind of gal, huh? You like it. I didn't. I wasn't. This isn't for me. I like this. Okay, okay. Let's dive in. I like it when we disagree. Um, yeah, this is. I don't know. This one. This was my note at the end of of the episode. Meh. Oh, 
<laughs> oh my god why when i say it amy are you like <laughs> like the death stare but when jenny says it you're like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> i feel like i'm picking between my my two besties but <sighs> i feel like it's getting me to where i'm going this episode like it was setting up some new stuff but not a lot of action. Is where you're going to boring town? <laughs> oh my gosh. Tori, why did you like it? I mean, reasons that you guys probably aren't going to like. Reasons I didn't think I would like. Tell us all about it. Uh, it. Okay. First of all, the energy, like, I don't know. This is the first time we see California University. Yeah. I agree. We I agree. see. Okay. I hear what you're saying. You're saying it's because we are past viewers. Well, viewers, we were in it, but <laughs> that we know what's going to come. So it was very exciting to California University to see that the fraternity is going to happen, mm-hmm. to see the condor like that mm-hmm. they're going to write for, to mm-hmm. see the radio station they're going to work mm-hmm. for. Um, and you're going to hate this part, but the Dylan Brenda stuff, I was kind of into it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, w- I was okay, too. Okay. I was too. Hey, it gave me heart palpitations. <laughs> oh, them back together, you mean? Uh, they're not back together. Wait, should we go back and introduce the episode first? All right, all right. <laughs> okay, you guys, you asked for it. So here it is. Season four, episode Three, The Little Fish, aired September 22nd, 1993. Synopsis, Brenda and Dylan find themselves disillusioned with college and get a little too close for comfort at the Santa Monica Pier. Donna and David are making headway as DJs at their new college campus. Steve cheats on a math test and gets mistaken for a prodigy. Brandon (laughs) considers joining Greek life and Andrea is finding her way on campus. Directed by Gilbert Shit. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Gilbert Shilton and written by Larry Mullen. Question. Is this the first time we've seen a clip, and forgive me that my memory, like a clip before the credits? Yeah. Because that's sort of a very current thing to do. I noticed that too. Like yes. where they start the show and they didn't even like do the the intro thing. Do you think it was originally like that? I, th- or did I feel like, yes, to- because I feel like okay. I remember when that started to happen because it was a weird thing, and but I liked it. It kind of gets you right into the story. Yeah. Yes. It's very uh And that's what they do. Now. Yeah, that's what they do now. On this show called The Good Fight, mm-hmm. they'll go 15 minutes before the credits. I like that. It's Me crazy. too. Crazy, yeah. Sucks you in. Thoughts on Jason Priestley as a sleep actor? <laughs> I honestly, okay, Amy, I was watching and I know what you're saying, but the minute he he woke up and he didn't really know what he was looking at and he closed his eyes again and he went, hmm? and it, I was like, hey, that was good. He got me. I believed that. <laughs> Tori, thoughts on Jason Priestley sleeping? Uh, it was cute. It was cute. She didn't care. Nope. Nope. You know, with this new haircut, I'm out. You know. <laughs> oh, my God. Best line in the episode. Just going to jump right to it. Yeah, when, do it. <laughs> when Steve calls him Bart Simpson lookalike. I was like, nailed it. 
haircut in Bart's, Bart oh Simpson. God. Like, you know that he just like went for it. Yeah. That was not in there. Mm-mm. And he just like riffed. <laughs> so good. It was good. He totally nailed it. One other thing that I'm sure you guys didn't watch, because do you guys click skip credits? Sometimes. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched him again and somebody can, somebody let me know because I haven't done a side by side. I felt like there were a couple new shots of Luke and Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody that has eagle eyes needs to let me know. But I thought they added a couple cute, really cute shots of Jason and Luke. Can't that weren't sure. in episode one and two of season four. Correct. That's I, what feel I, like they, I feel like they started to do that. I feel like they maybe somebody got hired in charge of making the credits, I don't know, fresh. Because I feel like they did that more as we go. Well, that, yeah, because they- Like it's into ironic. the season though, not before the season airs? Yeah. I don't know if ironic is the right word, hmm. but they picked know. the two hotties. Like- I didn't see any new ones for you guys. <laughs> Maybe they were like, oh, I see. The ladies want more. <laughs> they want more. Wait, was it and Dylan. in addition or exchanged for the other ones? See, this, this is would require me to be like a scientist. I have to do a side by side. Because perhaps one could say that they started to watch the season and their people, their team called and was like, we don't like the ones you chose this season. So change them out. Possible. Ooh, or maybe names. your dad. Names. Could it be your dad goes, I don't like that? He would have already have seen it, though. He would have done it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. okay, so Brenda comes home from college. Can you do that? Can you just leave when you want to? Can you just say, I'm dropping out, and that's that? And get 90% of your money. 90% of your money back, huh? 90%, as opposed to 75% if she waited longer. Wait, but you guys, so she, how did she buy a ticket, though? Is she 18? No, does but she I mean, have a credit card. Does she have the money for a plane ticket? Okay. Mm. She had to put it on the credit card. And you'd think, well, I guess there wasn't the internet, so it would be slower for Jim to see the charge. Because, you know, like now we all get it immediately yeah. on the phone. You're like, Who <gasps> Wait just a charged $18 at, right. you know, when you, So back in 1993, when you mm-hmm. wanted to go on an airplane, did you have to go to the ticket counter and buy your ticket? Or you could call? You could call. You could call the 800 number. <laughs> or send a wire, yeah. <laughs> While you're on the topic of the of the year, oh my it God. feels like they should have cell phones. 1994, right? Three. 1993, that's right, that's right. It's fall 93. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've like shown them. We had those right? big brick ones. It was like, yeah. hi, hello. They, but they keep using that payphone. <laughs> I using that payphone on campus. Two payphone shots and then sent me over the edge. Yeah. Kelly's ginormous, like that's not a cell phone. That was like the portable phone with for the, the apartment. Retractable antenna. I loved those so much. Mm-hmm. When you're done, you're always like slam them down. Yeah, or like, oh, I'm mad. When you- <laughs> yeah. Curl against your wall because a boy let like, you down. Dylan has like $10 million or $7 million. Like, he should have a cell phone. He doesn't care about such material things. Don't you know him at all, Amy? <laughs> the payphone. That was like a modern payphone. That wasn't like the old school payphone that was, you know, the updated it wasn't 90s version. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, I digress. You guys. Okay. Oh, but California University. I loved all the <gasps> opening montage and that I can remember that day when we were filming that. Was it like by, was that by UCLA or was it USC? I feel like. Occidental. Occidental. Way it's- off. Okay. <laughs> close, <laughs> close, but not at all. Occidental College. Occidental, which Occidental. is in, is it Glendale, you guys? Is it? I'm looking it up right um, now. That's where we filmed it? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Eagle Rock. Oh, that's. Eagle Rock. Wow. Now you remember. I know where it is now. Yep. But it felt- Which was close to uh, like where we filmed the Walsh house, Dylan's mm-hmm. house. So mm-hmm. they probably wanted to keep it in that area. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I don't remember that being there, but I do remember that day. And I remember st- like having all those extras, and all the background actors and all that. We were all in those lines. And I thought it was so cool the way they like mixed in our regular cast with a mm-hmm. full like new cast of extras it looked real it looked real yeah yeah it wasn't the same was a lot of extras Mm -hmm. they went over budget that day with background they were remember that day bring them in i do yeah i do it was kind of overwhelming i felt overwhelmed being there and watching it i was like oh that's good because it's supposed to feel overwhelming like there. so it felt like there were a ton of people there yeah there's a little freshman incoming freshman you know Oh, I'm sure the boys were so excited that day. Right. Like, literally. I mean, on camera, literally they were, but off camera too. They were like, oh, what a new eye candy. Oh, that girl <laughs> on the roller skates and the flag shorts. Oh, yeah. Short shorts. Not not to be a trivia buff, but it can somebody check, did they also film Clueless at Occidental? I'll get right on that. Yeah, if somebody could. I have a question. Why would they name a college Occidental? Like it's real close to accidental <laughs> and it makes me scared. The Occidental Tourist. Yeah. Somebody Love also that said movie. That President Obama went to Occidental. He did. You're right. What? I thought he went to Harvard, but that must have just been lost. He went to Accidental was- University. So, <laughs> so, like, were you guys um, still going to your old set? Mm-hmm. Or so, what did they do? Like, because so, now I'm feeling like you're at the apartment, but the interior is somewhere else, and then you're at college. Obviously, the peach pit. They tore down the high school that was on set, like inside oh, the hallways, no. oh. and they put the college. And it was typically right, Jen. Like, well, we'll see it coming up. It was like. A main area. The quad. There'd be like chairs where we sit down in between classes and have snacks and talk. Uh uh Yeah. Yeah. The the commons. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. The common area. So if you look at it, like we were the, then it was like we had one day at the beach, which was the exteriors of Donna, of of the beach apartment, and the pier, very close to each other in proximity. So that was one location day. And then another location day. Very not close to each other in proximity. Yeah, because I thought that was the Malibu Pier that Brenda was. That was in Malibu. And then our beach apartment exterior was in Hermosa Beach. Mm -hmm. So we were all over the place for this episode. And then we were in Occidental. Yeah. Which is in Eagle Rock, which is close to Glendale and close to Pasadena and close to Altadena. Do you drive yourselves? I know these are weird questions, but I'm just curious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know at the time what was further, but we used to drive to Torrance for, 
high school. Mm. And then yep. we drove to Eagle Rock near Glendale for college. It was far. I yeah. honestly don't remember very many exterior college days after this. Like I remember most of the college mm. stuff being on stage in that ginormous set that they built uh, where they then later built the Peach Pit After Dark. Mm. True. But then there's going to be um, fraternity, sorority, and then Rose Parade, and then a lot of stuff in Pasadena. The exterior of the sororities were in Pasadena. Mm. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They 
burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shall we talk about the keg house and that there is yeah. no fraternity that looks like that with like beautiful Really? You patio. would know. We don't know these things. Yeah. You tell us. <laughs> you guys. You guys. What? It, wait, what does it, it did, look I, like? That house. First of all, that a sorority can look beautiful like that. Fraternity <laughs> house with that beautiful, expensive patio furniture on like, no, these things are sh- piles like really oh man oh my God. No, i thought that's what i wouldn't they use like. a bathroom i wouldn't use a bathroom in a fraternity if you paid me well this seems like a very money. upscale fraternity They're, they have they are very right. philanthropic they're thinking of others Bull. oh such bullshit <laughs> no and it's california that guy he's all like i can't he's cute it's all coming back to me because i think he the keg house was kind of there's some sketchy, sketchy with the keg house, I think, coming. Oh, wait, okay, so keg house. <laughs> Does Brandon go? Is he? Do they become keggers? <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> so there's oh. no fraternity called Kappa Epsilon Gamma, the keg house. <laughs> well, they had to make something up. It's a TV show. I don't know. Now I'm going to get defensive. Oh my God, you guys, you know what you guys have to do? What? You guys have to come to like a college football game with me and go to the sorority. Oh my God. I want to Look at our faces. Oh We're both like, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Wait, is that like tailgating? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. People would lose their shit if you guys showed up. They would not. Like, They'd be like, Wait, what's happening? No, at the Cal football game, and we knock on the door at Kappa Kappa Gamma. Oh my god! What it? What was it on? T- on S- Delta Delta Delta. Can I help you? Help you? Help you? <laughs> which Delta would you like to try? Try Delta. Which Delta would you like to try? <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> Wait, have you guys ever been to a fraternity or sorority? Like for real? Mm-hmm. A real one, not the keg house. Yeah, in a senior year of high school. Our, uh, we were close to UCLA, so we used to go and pretend we were uh, freshmen in UCLA in college and go to fraternity parties. And no one recognized you? No. Well, when I was you were on last year high school, it was like first year. Jenny, have you? Have you ever been to like a sorority party or fraternity party? If I did, I don't remember it. 
<laughs> oh, remember that boy, that first boyfriend I had, Jen Ryan? Uh-huh. Okay, so he went to Arizona um, University, and I went there once for a dance, and I went to a party there, and uh, they did the, what's the beer thing? Like, ah, Beer bong. That didn't look right. <laughs> beer bong? <laughs> <laughs> beer bong, beer bong. Oh, a beer bong. Mm-hmm. Or funnel, beer funnel. Oh, man. That never, was, I've, that's crazy. That's a lot. Never seen a fraternity with shutters, plant, like beautiful shutters. <laughs> She's still in the decor. What? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Guys, I have to take you to fraternity so that you're like. Okay, wait, Jen, should we go? Ew. Yeah, you can come up to Berkeley. Oh, Jenny is just a hard pass. I had to go to a high school football game the other day. I'm good with that. <laughs> yes. That's very Same. But I'll mm. keep trying to convince you guys. Maybe. Or we can I'm just open. go. Maybe we could do an episode. Oh, oh my from God. An actual from the keg house. Sorority. Please. And oh, see if and they've couple, actually seen an episode. And then we can. A oh, couple business really things. Really make our, ourselves feel old. Yeah. <laughs> for those clamoring for the voicemail, don't give up yet. Or the answering machine message. I'm working on it. It's proving to be a little bit more technically challenging <laughs> than we thought. But I'm making calls, so stand by for that. Why? Because we literally haven't taped it yet. Don't we just, can't we just voice record it? Yeah, but I have to figure out how people can like download it. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know that. That's (laughs) the tricky part. Anyway, I I digress. Continue on this episode. Why is David always wearing headphones? Well, he's a DJ. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to be up with the hip new tunes, man. The double D's, Don and David. That was funny. Aww, the double D's. I liked you guys arguing. It was the, the Bickersons. It was fun. I liked it. Because that was real life? <laughs> yeah. He's like, they like our chemistry. I'm like, they like our hostility. I'm like, that's me and Brian in a nutshell during that time. <laughs> How do you funny. feel about that storyline? Let's let's at least like, okay. How do you guys feel about that storyline? Well, <laughs> it was going somewhere like I was excited it's, to see yeah. the radio booth like I wanted to see more instead of just like we got it like I, I get we will see more right right but like that's what I'm saying this whole episode is just setting up setting, setting up yeah. if we setting had up to the radio, if we had up. to we could break down the storyline Don and David mm-hmm. uh, the Kelly Dylan Brenda's home the Brenda, I guess that's one and mm-hmm. then definitely mm-hmm. and then there was Brandon and Andrea. Steve. Oh, there's the, four. And then, then Andrea. There's four different storylines in this episode. Wow. And Josh Richland has shown up. Yes, that's yes. the new, that's the guy, the editor, man. Right? He's good. Thoughts? I like him. Um, what if a giant cow fell on, on your, your flat, flat head? head. <laughs> I was like, what? who wrote Wait, is that, that a saying, you guys? No. Is that a saying? That's not a thing. That's so random yet utterly like specific. Like why flat? Why a flathead? <laughs> why do they call him a flathead? Because then I I was like, wait, pause. Is his head flat? I tried to make sense of it. <laughs> Same. I was like looking at him. I was like, no. It did kind I of was look just flat. like calling him like, oh, you're being dumb right now. Like you have you're a flathead. Flat okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, why a giant cow? Wow. Yeah. That's that was random. Yeah. Speaking of zingers, when Steve said, don't you have rocks for jocks? That's actually a thing. We also had soil science. It was like an easy A. There's classes that were famous for being like an easy A. What is soil science? (laughs) 
<laughs> study of dirt. I don't know. I think I got an A for sure. There was a couple classes where like, just take Uh-oh. soil science. Soil science. requirement. I thought it was like the art of soiling. Like in like if you soil something, different things, like the chemistry of like how to get stains out. No. Oh, okay. that's nice. I'd take that, that class. Of- you would love that. <laughs> there's a lot of college classes, Tori, about how to get stains out. <laughs> and there should be in college. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of stains that goes on in college. Yeah. Is rubber is rubber end of a plunger also a famous saying? Rando writing in this episode, you guys. I know. Mm. I, I I feel like we should text Larry Mullen and be like, what were those lines? Yeah. Was, I mean, were the, I I, do you think those it. were his lines? Didn't he write this one? Yeah, he wrote it. But do you think that, that you like, know. Literally his, oh, no one else. Like, usually there's other names because they all kind of pitch in. Nope, I, just oh, him. I always really liked Larry and I still do like Larry. But I love Larry. I I never quite gelled with his like the way he spoke or the his the things that were funny to him. I didn't. I don't know. I just what we didn't kind of see eye to eye on a lot of those things, and it was no big deal. But like now I'm seeing like the, I don't even get this re- these references or these lines. I don't. Get well, it. He, he told us recently that he was. They were smoking a lot of. <laughs> Joints in the Wait, in the that, they don't call it that anymore. Uh, Do we know who deserves the, the, what? Who Mer- deserves the credit for Keg House? Because somebody in a writer's room definitely was like, "I know that's a good <laughs> one." Call it the Keg House. Get it, kegs. <laughs> can I tell you guys a joke? Like the beach house, like everything's just so like everything's the blank house. Can I tell you guys a joke? Peach pit, yeah. Please. Who's the dumbest fish in school? <laughs> Wait, who is it? What's the dumbest fish? What's the dumbest fish? Dinner, in dinner. That guy. <laughs> That's such a bad joke. That's right, not I don't get it. I don't get it. What's it? Who's like a the- school of fish? Because the dumbest one got oh. eaten. Mm-hmm. He got caught. So, let's go back to the love triangle. Yep. All right. What do y'all mm-hmm. think? Well, we all knew that was coming because Donna said, "Oh, they kind of broke up," and then so Brenda moves back, and she's expecting to see him, but. There wasn't that moment in of like, are you guys together or not? There wasn't it. I don't know. I just felt like it didn't start where it ended for me. Mm. Meaning you had wished like Brenda had asked like, what's going on with Kelly? Yeah. Or like, or like I'm. It, it had just. I felt like it needed. It deserved more like anticipation or more. Oh, it did. Drama. But they conveniently both didn't bring you up, and I think on purpose because they didn't want to. Talk about it. I, I think that was on purpose. <clears throat> if you were Kelly, yeah. which you are, <laughs> oh. are you mad that they, how do you feel about the fact that they went fishing all day? Are you glad Dylan told you? Like what, should he have gone with her all day? Like, I mean, they're, they're just friends. So yeah, whatever. But there's that part of me that's like, wait a minute. Something smells fishy. <laughs> Get <laughs> well, it? That was good. That was good. Thanks. That was so much Which, better than Amy's joke. Yeah. Sorry. Which, by the way, all I could think about was when they were about to kiss and he like smelled her neck. All I was thinking about was like, she probably smells like a fish. Cause yeah, that was, that was a move. What she was, was still that? putting the thingy on the fish. It's 
I want to see what you guys think. When they jumped in the Porsche, I literally wrote cute. Like I felt bad, but I'm like, that's so cute. Yeah. Then when they had the almost kiss, I was like, ew, Dylan's a dick. And then Dylan is further a dick because then he goes back to Kelly and, you know, it's just like nothing happened. Like he didn't almost just kiss his ex-girlfriend and he comes over and makes out with Kelly. Like, I don't know. Just, I mean, in all fairness, he's gone through a lot of trauma in his life. (laughs) Um, His parents, his dad died. Uh, I'm going to say like, he just like, he's gone through so much that he's not thinking straight. And this is how people act out that. Is Dylan a narcissist? Jen hates when I say that word. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like he's not totally gotten the concept of monogamy is where I'm at. <laughs> I don't think I'm he like, tried. I don't think he looked it up in the dictionary because he didn't give a fuck. Maybe Ooh, yeah. he needs to like, take yeah. a class yeah. at CU about relationships. Yeah, see you later. Like, see geez. You. They yeah, should both fail on him. Like, it's not. Thanks. <sighs> yeah, when they jumped in the Porsche and the music, the music was good in this episode. Yeah. It made me feel excited. Wait, but when we were on the phone with Brenda, or somebody mm-hmm. was on the phone with Brenda, and she was making something with peanut butter. What was that? What the hell was she doing? She it put the peanut, peanut butter in the bowl. And, and, stop. and, and then put the jelly in it, too, I guess. So she was, like, making a combo and then just putting it on. <laughs> I was real confused and, like, distracted by that. But maybe that's how Shannon eats her peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Maybe she makes like, you know, combines it and then puts it, it all on at once. No, I don't remember that. It was all going to the same place. So I don't have a big problem with it. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School... I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it. Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tori, can we go back to something you just said that got, you said they should both get rid of him. I'm sort of agreeing right today. Yeah. I wouldn't want my boyfriend doing that. It's just not cool on any level. (laughs) I felt that way for this whole storyline. Like, what, why are these girls with this guy? Like, why are they so in love with him? Yeah, he's cute, whatever, but he's not treating them very well. For TV purposes, I get it. Like, you're going to put the hottest guy in between the two female leads. Like, I get this. I totally get this from this perspective. And we're going to make people go, oh, my God, oh, my God, who's he going to be with? We're going to drag it out back and forth. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, I can't believe that America wasn't like, this guy's a bad guy. Like, he's hot. Did they fear turning him into a bad guy and he wouldn't be redeemable? We all love him so much. No one cared like if this had happened to anyone else besides like i feel like we all we all love like the image of dylan or the like what we are are told to think of him right what we all have wanted him to be and held on to that memory Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. keep in mind this is not luke this is just dylan we're Mm -hmm. talking about for 32 years looking back on it it's like there's no redeemable qualities about this guy this is crazy Mm -hmm. that no one why wouldn't they why would they do that? There was an opportunity in everything they do to just put hints of something that you see, like make him vulnerable, make it, it's not there. Did he, they wanted him make to be the loyal. bad boy. They wanted him to be uh, mysterious. They wanted him to be flawed. 
he's flawed, but you have to be redeemable, right? At some point, like otherwise, like you bring in the character they seem to be writing is someone that's like a recurring, like someone that comes in, he's the bad boy, he splits up the two best friends, and then he's out because he's not your main cast because he can't go back then. Mm -hmm. My God, I'm having like a full light bulb moment. Do you think the audience fans? I thought you said lipo for a section. Section. (laughs) I'm having some lipo. Did did we? Because now I'm thinking, did I do this? Blur my crush on Luke Perry so much that I like gave Dylan 57 hall passes because I'm like, it's I love these guys. You know what I mean? Where it was like, absolutely. Yeah. You did. I think we all did. Yeah, I think yeah, so too. They now became back. so big, Jason Priestley and Luke Perry. And on, you know, they were so dreamy. And like, maybe I just was like, I love them. I don't care. Yeah. Because we sure kicked Jamie Walters to the curb super fast. I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but like, we didn't give that guy one hot second. No. Yeah. All right, Jenny. We'll get I was there. like, wait, um, did I forget something? <laughs> how did no one make that call? I mean, I'm going to just say it. Like, how did my dad not say like, wait, 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 we got to like make this guy vulnerable yes, a little because bit. Like, that was always the most important thing to your dad and to the network is to make a character have issues and have problems and be flawed, but also be redeeming and be vulnerable, like you said, and, yeah. and have those moments of like where they're learning and growing along with the audience. But uh, I don't really see that happening with him. Because Blake Carrington was kind of a dick, too. Your oh, dad, wow. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was a dick. But also awesome. I know. Thank you, Tori. I've been rewatching Dynasty. And I I was like, wait a minute. I love Blake Carrington. But when you watch season season one and two, you're like, he's an asshole. I didn't Sorry rem- for my language. Today. Remember it that way. Like, he was just you like, everyone it. was he's like, a- oh, he's amazing. No, he like attacks Crystal. It's hmm. just saying. So wow, light bulb moment. But can we throw another toll of the episode flag on the play? Mm-hmm. Wait, which one? Uh, Who? David Silver. Kind of grumpy. Because <gasps> he called me stupid. Yeah. Yes, You're I was so like stupid. How could you be so stupid? I was like, oh. And Kelly was like, hey, now. Okay, so a couple things went on there in my mind. I was like, oh, my gosh. First of all, I have a big problem with the word stupid in general. Like, I always tell my kids when they're even when they're, like, mad at each other and they say stupid, that's, they know that's, like, one of the words. I'm like, don't say that word. Mm-hmm. Um, like, <laughs> I'd rather them say the F word than stupid. Like, it's just, like. Uh, I hate that word. And maybe it goes back to Donna always being called stupid because of her learning disability. I don't know. I'm just thinking right now. But Larry Mullen didn't come on till season four, correct? Took He came on as a showrunner. Maybe he never saw that episode where Donna was like, the word stupid was really triggering because she actually had a learning disability. Because I get it, like people get mad at each other and they call each other stupid, but I thought it was like, you can't, David can't say that knowing Donna's history. That takes it to a different level. It makes him abusive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what boyfriend says that to their girlfriend that they are obsessed with too? Like he so loves her. Why would he ever know, say- kisses me on the cheek. That, that's- How could he- Very grandpa. I've never known CDs. Was, were those CDs or like a reel? I don't know what that- That was like a- check. 
was, but yeah, like a, like a film on a, on a cassette, you know that the stuff. Yeah, the, it's it's not gonna melt. In the yeah, floor. it's real thin plastic. It could have melted. But it gets hot, yeah. uh, y'all, in California. That's true. <laughs> in a car, it can be very bright. I don't know. I didn't like that. And then they throw Bill Clinton in there as random. I hated that line. I was like, this is weird. Why? Why did is it because of because of climate change or was was that no that's Al that's Al Gore oh <laughs> <laughs> I think I, because the guys with white hair I think they were trying to be kind of like pop culture of the time and I think that was like he was the in, time of the whole mm -hmm. Monica Lewinsky thing blame it on it was before wasn't it I feel like it was right around here right blame Bill Clinton why not mm -hmm. everyone everyone mm -hmm. else does like yeah, that's so like. like and that's an odd one, too. I feel like my dad maybe didn't watch this episode, which he always watched everything. He was so, like, into details and notes and everything because I, it's crazy. He didn't like getting political, like, doing that because it would, like, really separate people. And he didn't want to go there. He just wanted people to be entertained, obviously. Yeah. He loved topics, but usually not political stuff so much. Like, that was pretty hardcore to throw that Bill Clinton line in. You guys want another one? I got yeah, another is there one another a-hole? Another one that made me go, ew. And Steve's done it before. But like, really? Creeper? Watching those two ew. people make out and then going, that's more like it. I think it's like, <laughs> ew. Yeah, this was a weird <laughs> episode. You're right. That's, that's more like it. Ew. Definitely it had a very distinct perspective more of a put on to the characters voice. more of a masculine yeah. voice for sure yeah mm -hmm. we'll just be close friends the closest Ew. you know what you guys i came <laughs> into this really liking this episode and now i don't like it so thanks Sorry. all right well we're here to please yeah, we just want to, you know, share. And I'm sorry, astrophysicist Steve. Come on, that was so unbelievable that. I, okay, yeah, he cheated, so he looked real smart. But they're gonna pull him into the office and like put him in a special program right away. Like I don't know, don't they look at his transcripts from high school? Nope, because he probably bought his way in. But his little face was pretty cute when the when the guy was like saying his eyes were so beautiful yeah <laughs> you could see his little wheels he, turning well and then we heard the inside voice like in his head that was kind of a new thing mm. so he's sitting there and you hear his voice we do like, wait a second he i yeah how did i not notice that i don't know because he's all here it comes and it was like only in his head unless i'm crazy am i crazy uh I don't remember hearing inside Steve Sanders' head. <laughs> I would think I, I would. Was insane? it just off camera and we heard it? And then no, it, like it's like he's sitting there, and the the you know that that counselor guy or whatever is like Mr. Sanders, you know, and he's the freshman counselor. And he's pulling it up, and I swear it's in Steve's head where he goes, like. So I don't know how to act this, but pretend my mouth's not moving. Okay, do it, do it. So Tori, you say, "Here we go." Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> See? It's not working. It's not, it's not working at all, you guys. Because he's like. Sorry. 
Like he's not talking. Oh, he's thinking. Oh, here we go. Oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back. Am I gray? (laughs) You might be. You might be. I remember. I just agreed with you. So in love with him that you think you can hear his thoughts. I was lost in his eyes. (laughs) But yeah, I was lost in his eyes. But I still was like, you know what I was lost in. I was lost in seeing Dylan's belly on the pier. <laughs> Do you guys Wait, have, when? He was, well, they're walking, walking. When they first get to the pier, and he lifts up his shirt just a little bit, and you see his tummy. I got so Was it excited. cute? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he always used to do that. Wait, but, the, but this in is what... If, okay, so he did it once, and he kind of like touched his belly button and then he did it again and he so then I started thinking you remember what he used to do with his belly button like he always used to like <laughs> this is so tell it to, tell like, it wait remind me like put, get like a thing <laughs> and put li- like <laughs> lint I don't know what he would do with it but I just when he touched his belly I was like uh oh he's gonna do something like a joke with his belly button right now I feel it coming I need to rewatch. <laughs> What? He would do that often. Like, he would be talking to you, and he would just, like, lift up his shirt and, like, scratch his belly and, like... Pretend like he got something out of his belly button. (laughs) Just to, like, make you go, what is happening right now? Like, gross, but hot. At the same time, you're like, (laughs) I don't know what to do. Like I didn't see... (laughs) I noticed that Brenda was wearing a crop top, which, like, could have been today. Did you notice anything else about her top? I was just a little distracted by her nipples. Oh, I didn't see that either. <laughs> I didn't see them, and I was looking I'm at that really white top a lot. It really? was re- her. I'm t- I was. I'm really tired. Maybe my mind is just in the gutter. But yeah, I was. I was like, Ding, hello. <laughs> I don't know. It bothered me. I don't like seeing nipples on TV ever. That's my one of my things. Like when someone dresses me or when you're working, I don't want to see your nipples. My mom, my, sorry, mom, right now, I'm going to kill it. My mom wears these bras where you can, it's a bra, but you can still see her nipples. I'm like, mom, you're almost oh my God, you said like, she listens to this. Yeah, she's well, you can't do me. this right now. <laughs> sorry, Mimi. <laughs> Mimi. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and last on the business. I understand now. 
She's a wise man, Marie's a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have another question. Yeah. And I hear this joke. I I don't know if it's a joke. I hear this line all the time. So Jim and Cindy asked Brenda, why did they, what did they not, what did she not like about college, right? And she rattles off like, all those eight things she hated Mm -hmm. about it. And then Jim says, aside from that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you enjoy the play? And I always hear this. That's a very common thing. And it's like, really? Wait a second. Again, he said that? (laughs) Yes. And I've heard that line before. It's like a common sort of. Right. Uh, I've never heard that line. I'm sorry. Because it's just been that much time that we're allowed to like. Yeah, but it's not like something you put in like a popular teen show. show. It just doesn't feel like the right. (laughs) Or like I get that it's been a couple hundred years, right? I'm not sure on the year that Mm -hmm. that happened. But like, are we allowed to joke about the president being shot? 
I mean, everyone says that. Not everyone, like parents. <laughs> like, Our parents' generation would always be like, I've never, ever, ever heard this expression. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when you bitch and complain about something and someone goes, well, aside from that, how did you like? Yeah. Oh my God. You learn something new every day. I know. Day. So Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln, what's going on? This is not a teen drama. All of a sudden. What about, okay, let's talk about Andrea. Oh, okay. Yeah. The overalls. She wore them in a lot of scenes. Did she wear them in the last episode too? I feel like she's always had them on since she went to college. She's only worn overalls. That's. I think she might be pregnant now at this point. (gasps) Sorry, that was starting. That's not, sorry. I thought you literally thought you farted. I didn't know what to do. And I was like, don't react. Don't react. Why are you putting lotion on in the middle of our podcast? That is something yeah. you would do. You're, You're like, always creaming yourself, no matter right what. Here. My hands are so. <laughs> Ew, you guys are perfect for each other. Uh, whatever. Sorry, I'm gonna make mine. I hope everyone listening. Mine won't make a party sound. Just, whatever. I'm just, I'm just gonna <laughs> fluff my eyebrows while you guys cream your hands. <laughs> look at Tori. Look at Tori. Wait, Jenny. A lot of people want to know what that smoke is. Because they can see it on the um, oh, that's, Instagram. That, well, that's reefer, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a po- it Palo Santo. Okay, yeah. Thank yeah, you. it's just wood I burn. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I used to get super nervous every time she would do it and like call it out because I didn't want anyone to think like she's like smoking or smoking pot. <laughs> like none of that. So I was like, oh, <laughs> But now I feel like everyone's used to it. They know, like, she's very about, like, clearing the energy. I like that it clears the energy for the truth. That's my philosophy. I just now am regretting that when the lotion made that sound, that I just wish I would have been like, excuse me. Amy, put your lotion in the basket. (laughs) (laughs) Put the lotion in the basket. We talked about Brenda's nipples. We talked about Andrea's overalls. Um... Shout out to the Universal Amphitheater, RIP, Universal Amphitheater. Wait. They said, my sociology class is the size of the Universal Amphitheater. Mm. So at the time, that made sense. But they have since fully shut down the awesome Universal Amphitheater. It's not there anymore. Yeah, RIP. I love that place. Gosh, I don't even remember that place. All I just want to ask is who, who... Who's the sweaty guy with the bicycle inside Andrea's dorm room? Oh, my God. What? Who? Eating her croissant. He comes right in like he owns the place. I guess because he's like the RN, but. R.A. Oh, sorry. All right. The RN is a nurse. I'm I was tired. like, wait, what did I miss? Really is she now in, today. Is she actually going to go to med school? Wait, I'm so confused. Okay. Three hours of sleep, you guys. Um, All right. Wait, What? what's an RA? Like the dorm like manager? Pole? I don't know. What does it stand no. for? Resident. <laughs> they like, they're like an older student that runs oh. the floor of the dorm. So you're like, I got to go ask my RA for the- What's the RA stand for? The resident? Advisor, resident advisor. advisor. Okay, 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 people. And they just like keep an eye out and make sure. And if you have a problem, like your landlord, but in college? 
Yeah, actually, yes. That's not okay. a terrible comparison. And he's like kind of there to make everybody happy in the dorm. Is yeah. That the okay. whole building, right? Answer okay. questions. Okay, okay. They're like, I don't know where to go. And they like, oh, 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 I, I get it. I get it. cute. He'll be back. Sweaty and all. I'm not usually attracted to a man in spandex like that. Sweaty spandex to boot. She's but not. she's not. I thought uh, he's kind of cute. How about when you said, you've got a computer and a laser printer. And a laser printer. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so excited about laser printer. Literally, I heard that line. I was like, oh, we just lost a lot of viewers. <laughs> <laughs> and they were flirty. Obviously, There's we're going to see him again because she gave the chocolate chip croissant. Was it a croissant? You're Wait, right, who played him? What actor? What? Mm. His name's Dan Rubin, the character, but I can't remember that actor. And also the head of the K oh. house is familiar to me too. Dan Rubin, wait. The the head of the what fraternity house? The head of the keg house. Yeah. That yes. Familiar he too. looks familiar he's too. Yeah. That guy's Who are somebody. these people? Who are these people? <laughs> Who did and this to us? The most oh, Matthew Peretta played Dan Rubin. Okay. And who was Okay, the, Google, let's the, like, see. President of the Keg House. Uh what was his name? Kager. I don't know. I didn't catch his name. I don't, we, Patrick I don't know Fabian. That. Who's that? Paul Collins. Patrick Paul Fabian Collins? is a famous actor. Was he? Yeah, these name? names look familiar. He might be. Patrick Fabian might be the guy in the keg house because that guy's totally still working. Okay, I'm looking this up. Let me look this up too. But carry on, I was carry just on. curious, like, why did Andrea do her paper on the peach pit? Like, why didn't she pick a different restaurant to critique? And she grossed me out with like the, what was it, Cobb salad and the steak tips rolled. I was like, Bleh. Stop talking about it. I've never seen that on totally. the peach pit menu. Exactly. Steak tips rolled with. What's a steak tip, first of all? I think she mentioned lobster bisque too, and it made me want to. I don't know. The whole thing made me. So God. I've just realized something crazy. I was today years old when I realized Charlie Dixon is played by Patrick Fabian. Yeah. Who became. He's totally famous still. Look who he <gasps> is now. I'm, I'm still looking up Matthew Peretta, who played, who's playing Dan Rubin. Uh, okay. I mean, you guys will totally look at Patrick Fabian now. He's like totally famous. Look at him. He's a babe, too. Mm-hmm. Very attractive. We got to get him on. Head of the keg house. He is <laughs> cute, but is he in more than one episode? Yeah. Is this cake house thing sticking around? Yeah. Okay. Like some bad stuff's going down. At the kegger? Wait, right? I don't know. Yeah. Bad shit is coming. Bad stuff. And he's in Better Call Sal. Sal? 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 Better Call Sal? (laughs) Why is it? Wouldn't it be S-O-L then? It's S-A-U-L. Sal. Foul. Dude, Patrick Fabian. <gasps> oh is... my goodness. What? Okay, Dan us? Rubin, the guy you thought was like kind of cute. He's going to be a big part of this. Yeah, I know. I know. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to act like. He was around for a yeah. while. He was cute back in the day. I remember thinking he was kind of like that nerdy cute. Yeah. They're both pretty major. But the yeah. fact that that's Patrick Fabian is like, wow, stunned by that. And then the the episode just sort of ended. It just like. <laughs> We're sending. Sorry. 
I actually went back to be like, did I look away for a second? Did I blink? Did some, did she give some like crazy look? Did someone walk in the front door and we didn't see? And that's what, yeah. what nothing happened. It was weird. You can't end an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 in its fourth season at that point. Mm-mm. You can't so, do yeah. with so soapy rubber gloves, with the soapy rubber gloves. <laughs> First of all, what 18 year old is using rubber gloves to do the dishes? Zero. Kelly Taylor, she doesn't want to mess up her <laughs> manicure. Hello. <laughs> Um, I, you probably did wear rubber gloves at that age <laughs> because because you were always cleaning. She's very into like no your skin like she oh call back to the lotion Amy the pulled lo- out she's a creamer. <laughs> There's creams multiple creams in every room of her house <laughs> in the living room next on a side table next Listen, to I like to be lubed up is that a problem. <laughs> 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 For not my favorite episode of 90210, this might be one of my favorite episodes of the podcast. You guys, I seriously, <laughs> I feel like I've lost some serious brain cells just in this last hour. I'm sorry, listeners. Um, I think you always need to do this podcast tired <laughs> on three hours sleep. I don't think so. <laughs> you're cracking my We, we had today. more swear words in this podcast than we've ever said in the And it's you. It's <laughs> your fault. And you're in charge of that. Because I can't just say, like, oh, Dylan's uh, a meanie. Like, he's being a complete D word. What the fudge? (laughs) I think you can say dick now, right? Yeah. I just looked around as if I'm looking for an answer off camera. And David Silver. Anybody there? (laughs) Dude, I am not forgiving him for a hot minute for the, man, you'd be so stupid. Like, what? No. So... We don't have our official paddles yet, but what do you guys rate this oh, episode? Oh, God, I forgot. You, I asked a question about Andrea's – I wanted to round out the, the whole, you know, talking about that boring storyline, and nobody responded. I said, why would Andrea choose to write her paper on to- the Peach Pit? Because he handed and, her that card. Yeah, but it didn't say go review the Peach Pit. That's what I assumed it said. Because she said what? there's a conflict Re- of interest. Because I think it said review the peach pit. Why, why would she? Why would he pit? say review? Well, that's the a quinky dink. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Convenient. We're not in Beverly Hills anymore, where the peach pit is. It's California University, so it's not even like in our little city. Randomly, the peach pit. Yeah. I assume it's the hottest. He's spot just a mega so burger like- lover, and he wants her to review it. Like I just—that's bizarro. Oh, no. I don't know. I have, I'm never—I'm never gonna get over steak tips. So I have, whatever. I have problems just with this the episode. Tip. Here's my here's my score. Ready? Here's, oh, I have to write this. Here's my score. Steak tips. That's my new nickname for you. Hey, steak tips. <laughs> I'm gonna get that on a T-shirt and wear it on a day where it says steak tips and my nipples are showing to really double upset you. Uh, <laughs> that it will. Okay, here's my score. Ready? I give this episode a three, you guys. Okay, so based on my initial reaction that it was a nostalgic episode to me because things were coming that I was like, oh, it feels like, oh, I'm excited for what's coming because I know what's going to happen and it's iconic things. The university, the radio show, the the Condor. Okay, okay, all that. And I liked it. And then we had this conversation. I was like, ooh, you're right. That's, but I like the conversation it started between us. So, based on watching it and the conversation starter, I'm going to give it a five. Oh, oh my God. 
I'm giving it a 6.5. You guys are harsh. You give it a 6.5? Yeah. I gave it a three. Well, you can't give it a six and a half. That doesn't exist. Oh, we don't have halves? No. I don't know. On on Dancing with the Stars, can you do like, hey, I give that an 8.5? I don't think you can. We don't have our official paddles yet. Yeah, our paddles. We need our paddles. 6.5. All right. Well. And one little squirt of lotion. There you go. I cannot wait to go (laughs) on the trip with you guys to the Cal football game and go to the fraternities. I'm more excited about going to the beach apartment and just taking a nap. We're doing that. that. (laughs) We're not going to be napping, but we're going to the beach apartment. That should be um, the, uh, the first stop on our tour is the football game. Oh, you guys didn't hear we're doing a tour. What? Wait, I just told you. Oh, wait, let me turn to the pretend people again. (laughs) You got, right? We're doing a tour. Oh, it's happening. Okay. Wait, good (laughs) acting though, Dory. Good acting. Thank you. (laughs) I believed that. Let me call someone. I I feel like we've really covered everything we can with this episode. I (laughs) deeply apologize for the brain cells that you've all lost listening to it. And hopefully next week, It'll be better. Okay. What? What if they had fun with that episode? <laughs> I loved it. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go further, lube yourself up, and we'll 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 be in your ears next week. <laughs> bye bye. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 